Welcome back to another episode of Throwing Stones with me, Nicole. And me, Hannah. As always, we just want to say thank you for the support. If you could, leave us a review, like, share, all that good stuff so we can get out there to a bigger audience. I haven't checked to see if we've been listened to in any more countries or states, but hopefully we're trending upward and onward. We are. We have, <laughs> we have like, four new followers on our Instagram account. So. Oh, nice. All right. Looking Moving on up. Might, might break 100. <laughs> Oh, that would be nice. We should do like a giveaway. Like and follow. Yeah. Figure out something to give away to the people. Yeah. Something like a small. gift card. Yeah. Starbucks gift card. Don't there we go. gift card. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to do that. Yeah. So. All right. Diving right in? Diving right in. Okay. <laughs> have you seen that Haley Bieber is launching a cooking show on YouTube? Only in our agenda. And my first thought was, she does this to herself. Like, why are you doing this? So, <laughs> I when I saw the news, I mm-hmm. was like, ma'am, can you do anything original? Like, it's so why weird are- to me at this point. It's Well, it's been weird, but it just gets weirder. Right. So... It's called What's in My Kitchen because she, apparently she has a YouTube that sh- the show is called Who's in My Bathroom and there's like guest stars that come really weird. So it's a spin-off called What's in My Kitchen. Who who is she managed by that in this in the light of recent events? In light of recent events would say, "You know this is what? A good idea. <laughs> Let let you have exactly replicate what Selena Gomez is doing and start your own cooking show. Yeah. That is it, wild to me. It does say that she owns a viral $17 smoothie at a lu- luxury grocer, Erwan. E-R-E-W-H-O-N. There's a smoothie named after her? That's $17? She... No, she, like, owns it. I don't understand. A viral $17. So that's how she's, like, spinning this to, like, I have knowledge. Like, I have a smoothie. Oh. So is she just making smoothies in this, or is she cooking? It says... Either way, it doesn't matter. This is not a good idea. Bieber... Let me read this whole paragraph. Debuting on Wednesday, the sixth episode, first season of What's in My Kitchen, will feature Beaver sharing recipes for her favorite dishes, including an at-home version of her smoothie. It says, like, the grocery store name, but I don't know how to say that. Chicken wings and pizza toast. What? I don't care. I don't want to see that. I live through those struggle meals in college. I don't. As a 32-year-old woman, I don't need to watch you make that. But more like, power to her. I would be intrigued to know what kind of chicken wings she's making. I would be intrigued to see if she washes her chicken. It's a no. <laughs> she's white. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's quoted, quoted in saying, it's a natural spinoff from her Who's in My Bathroom. Who's in your living room? Who's on your patio? 
Who's on your front Who's porch? Who's in your brain? Who's in your garage? Who's, <laughs> Who's living in your mind rent-free? Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. <laughs> Truly. Crazy. Um, yeah, so I just thought it was absolutely crazy of her. And I was like, we've talked about her and her Far too many antics times. before. <laughs> so we have to touch on this. That, yeah, that's wild. I hadn't heard it. But when I saw it, I was like, dumb. But the network that Selena's show is on, I saw you have here, is yes. changing their name. So, HBO Max is rebranding and coming out, and they're now going to be called Max. I think that's kind of dumb, rebrand-wise. So it's a, like a whole thing, so it's mm-hmm. going to be... It says Warner Brothers Discovery unveils super streamer Max. So it's not just going to be HBO. HBO. So it's going to be Warner Brothers, HBO, and Discovery. Like Paramount. Paramount's like 13 networks or whatever. Yeah. But I just feel like HBO is such a known franchise and like thing that to get rid of that is a disservice to HBO. But I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So it says it's, it'll include Warner Brothers, HBO, HGTV, Food Network, Cartoon Network, TLC, and many others. That's a lot, though. It is a lot. And it's like, it's a lot of what I watch, minus Bravo. Because Discover, um, Discovery this, has like, yeah, TLC, like, because that's yeah. where 90 Day Fiance, and they were on that app and all that yeah. stuff. But, um, and but HBO... Sorry to cut you off. Has like rebrand. They just rebranded to HBO Max. Right. And before that, they were like HBO. They were HBO Go and HBO Now. And depending on your service, you picked which one you used. Then they moved to Max. That was only like three years ago. And now it's Max. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, But so they are going to adapt a new pricing as well. And it'll, they'll have three tiers. Okay. So the least expensive will be $9.99 a month. Which is high. Which is high. But if you think about it, HBO Max right now, I get it for free. I was going to say, but, so why? But those people that don't, I think it's like $6.99 or $7.99. So, okay. Um, yeah. But it will have ads at the $9.99 level. Ads at $9.99? The ad-free version will be $15.99. Oh, they smoke instantly. Oh, wait, no. The price of the company's existing HBO Max service. So, I was wrong. So, the $9.99 is is offering a lower price. The $15.99 is what people pay right now for HBO Max. That's wild. I'm glad I get it for free because I would not be watching HBO Max. I don't watch enough on HBO Max. I watch a handful of things, but... Not enough to pay nine fifteen ninety nine for. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that high. Um, and so it says that that tier will allow customers to stream on two devices at once, mm-hmm. with the ability of downloading thirty titles. But the content will be available only in high definition rather than four K. Oh, Users who want the four K streams will have to buy the Max Ultimate plan, which will be nineteen ninety nine a month. And it will have four concurrent streams, a hundred downloads, and optimal sound. So that's basically Netflix's yeah. um, structure. Yeah. So 
That's well, that's wild. And they're renaming it Max because it was born. That's like their new name because it was born from the mega merger announcer between Warner Media and Discovery in 2021 and was yeah. completed at the end of last year. Oh, see, I didn't even know that those two merged, but interesting. Well, we'll see. I mean, I guess if I get it for free still, if the people who are getting it for free are still getting it for free, I'll have it. But if they're getting rid of that and I have to pay for it, bye! It sounded like from what I read that the, if you have it for free through AT&T or whatever service you have it, that will continue. But who knows? That can always change. That is very true. But. Interesting stuff. Do you watch Succession? No, but... That's uh, on HBO Max. Yeah, Kim watches it. I've seen, like, bits and pieces of episodes, and then I saw that it came on, I guess, at 9, because people were like, all the tweets from our next topic, the flop that is Netflix's live reunion. I don't understand where Netflix thought it was a good idea to have their second ever live broadcast one of the most anticipated episodes and one of their biggest like show franchises it makes no sense to me it makes no sense because yeah Chris Rocks was it was a great like first launch but they did it at like 10pm on a Saturday night right so the viewership was already going to be dwindled and it was not like I know and it's Chris Rock right (laughs) well I feel like he has after the whole Oscar thing. Slap. People were tuning in, yeah. yeah, for that and stuff. But, but I feel not... like too they didn't promote it. Like, no. m- I found out about it because Micah told me about it, and then I okay. noticed like if you know when you leave your Netflix on too long and like the screen changes. Yeah, I saw it on there. I don't remember seeing anything else about it. They I think prom- I saw like one TikTok ad. Yeah, they promoted the heck out of this Love Is Blind reunion being live and i I, did y'all not have a test run did you not do like y'all clearly not had like a test environment and pop this live to see it was gonna happen it was like ticket master ticket master taylor swift debacle in netflix version it was like crazy somebody had to have lost their job today but i also that's possible, but I, I saw a tweet, and I, I cut and paste, like, some funny tweets that I saw about it. But one tweet was, like, there was someone at Netflix who all week was saying, we don't have the bandwidth to do this. There 100%. was that. <laughs> there was the one person, and my friend also reposted that on Instagram, because she's, like, in the same line of work, I think. But she was, like, there was one person who was the, the voice of reason all week. At least one person. <laughs> and on Friday, they were, like, I've said my piece. Exactly. And y'all did not listen, did not consider his opinion. And I know I don't get paid enough for this. On Sunday night when he tuned in or was getting the text messages, he was like, I told y'all. I told y'all this is what was going to happen. No, he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm asleep now. (laughs) Like Tiffany. Sounds like a you problem. Right. Oh my goodness. But here are some of the tweets that I saw. Yeah. Some are funny and just some of them, you're not going to get the full impact just because there's like a meme attached or something. But Netflix, let's just agree to never do a live show again. It's let's not your wheelhouse. Let stick- it let it go. Yes. Um, 
said, I planned my day around this live. Let me in. And it's someone like ripping the TV off the off the wall. Um, Chris Rock live event didn't have this problem because only 10 people tuned in. Oh. And then it's the, the um, live view of Netflix staffer who was supposed to press play. And it's the picture of Tiffany sleeping <laughs> on the couch. I love that because it's within the show, too. Right. It said, why did Netflix think they could spontaneously do a live stream for one of the biggest shows on the platform and think shit would go smooth knowing millions of people were going to tune in all at one time? Thank you. Precisely. And then my favorite, you sent me this last night, black Twitter and white Twitter coming together to collectively drag Netflix for this mess. And it's that we're all in this together (laughs) from High School Musical. Like, truly, though. Oh, and then this is the last one. So it's someone sending an email, and it says, Dear Netflix, all you and Jackie do is lie. Furthermore, I want this month's payment back. (laughs) I loved the one that it said, um, if I was, it's unacceptable, and I'm late for my payment. (laughs) Right, exactly. Oh, and then I, oh, sorry. I snapped some of, like, the brands and companies that were just waiting. Those were so good. So, Bravo, we would never keep you waiting for a reunion. And you know what? All of these social media managers that were commenting these iconic things deserve a raise. They deserve a bonus. (laughs) All recipes said, might need to make a cutie salad and think about last season. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And then MTV said, maybe cable cable TV made some points. Did you? And then... the ridiculous yeah. one? I guess we'll go back to ridiculousness because that show is always on. On. Truly. Oh, someone posted the, if Netflix don't act right, we all going to be late on our payment. And it's the man who does the fuck around, find out graph. And then I saw Cheesecake said um, that we, we could have eaten our whole menu in the time that this is taken. There were so many good ones. Yeah, but, so anyway, I figured we could give our final thoughts. So I ended up watching the reunion. Yeah. I think you saw, saw parts, parts of it, of it through, through TikTok. TikTok. Desperate times come for desperate measures, and I was doing Truly. this for the pod. You know, I was like, I was so, I was like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to bed. Right. It's going to be great. But apparently, so I, I have a theory on what happened last night. So they realized that this wasn't going to work. But somehow people who were already locked and loaded or something got in and got to watch it. Yeah. So I don't think Netflix, in the moment when they made the decision to not go live, I think they thought that no one would see it. I think somehow they thought no one was going to see whatever they were filming because Vanessa comes in and she says, we're not live anymore. Yeah. But we're seeing it. So we're, you know, and they're like, people are tweeting like, did she just say it's not live? Like, what's happening? Right. So, last night's version was, like, two hours long. Oh, okay. Apparently. So, I only saw... What I saw last night, the only thing that I noticed that noticed that was edited out, because now the edited version is, like, an hour and six, 36 minutes. Yeah. The only thing I noticed edited out in the portion that I saw last night was they're talking to Marshall about him, like, aiding and helping... Tiffany and Brett get together 
and he starts talking and then you suddenly hear like a voice talking hmm. like you just hear like noises yeah and he he stops because he's like i don't know what that is yeah. so then vanessa's like do you hear that and it's someone i think in the control room had like somehow unmuted themselves oh so she's like we can hear y'all in the control room so that little snippet that i saw it's is like the out. only thing that i didn't see in the edited version but i'm sure people who got to watch the whole two hours will be able to tell us on tiktok what we what was edited out but i don't know what they were thinking i they clearly weren't right like that's they tried something and it didn't work and i hope they learn from that i get a live tv is just not their wheelhouse it's not and like that's okay right everything doesn't have to be for everybody Right. Like, stick to what you know. I saw another one, though, defending them. Because it, it was Kinetic Content, who was, like, who produces Love is Blind. Yeah. And it was, like, some of y'all never had to wait three to five days for DVDs and it shows. I was dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. But final thoughts on the weddings and everything and the couples. You want to start with? We can go in order of the weddings. You want to do that? Yeah, that's fine. All right, so Kwame and Chelsea were first up. I still can't believe that he said yes. Yeah. I, and it seems like they're together based on the clips that I saw the reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I still can't believe it. I just know that he felt the guilt from his sister, and that's why I said yes. There's no other reason. It, it's very interesting because... And I don't want to spoil too much because you're going to watch the reunion. Yeah, you but can they do spoil t- it. Okay, well, they touch on it. And he's like, you know, they edit. The edit makes it seem that way. But we were falling in love. But someone on TikTok said this. They can't edit what you don't give them. Right. They can't edit and make a narrative out of things that were not provided to them as content. You cannot say someone is suffocating in a nice way. Right. Right. And I found it interesting, too, and I don't know, you probably didn't see this, but Brett, which makes sense with his job, lives in Portland. And I find it very interesting that we did not know that Brett lived in Portland when we watched the show. And it drastically shows how he made Portland be such a big deal for him. But we didn't even know that that was the case for brett but when i think back i'm like well duh that makes sense That's he works for nike and they're head headquartered in nike right. or in portland right. but so i thought that was interesting too that we he was so focused on well i live here and da, 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 and this and i don't want to move and blah, blah 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 but i guess too in that instance he was the one moving yeah but again tiffany didn't talk about well i have to sacrifice and i have to move to portland but i and do this in the third i feel like that's because Tiffany and Brett were mature and discussed that in the pods. Right. Well, yeah, that's also probably true. And he, Brett even says, he's like, this little nugget, he was like, I don't live in Seattle. And he could have been, like, trying to call us out because we get, we're giving Kwame shit about yeah. him not being in Seattle. Yeah. But again, he, you're not making it, y'all aren't making it an issue. Whereas Kwame is. Micah's making Arizona an issue. Kwame's making Portland an issue. Yeah. So, and, but yeah. And maybe Kwame's thing is that they made the edits and they took every bad thing and that's what they used. And Yeah. To paint that narrative. To paint yeah. that narrative. But 
he did not look like he liked her. Yeah. There were so many moments that I was like, this man cannot stand her. I kind of changed my opinion on Chelsea, too, at the reunion. She very much gave me... You remember Matt and Colleen at their reunion and how... Yeah. She was giving me Matt vibes. I saw that on TikTok that people were... Did someone make that comparison? Yeah. And I I disagreed with it, but I also haven't watched the reunion, so I don't know. But I... She seemed very defensive. And I get being defensive because everyone thought that he was going to say no on decision day and you're seeing that in real time and y'all have been happily married for a year. Right. But it was like... I felt like she was, there was a time when Vanessa asked Kwame a question and she was like, well, she literally, he didn't even get to start answering the question. Yeah. She was like, well, I will say, let him finish and then you can add that at the end. But I think that's just Chelsea's personality of being overbearing, right? And that's, that's that's probably true too. But like, I don't think she would necessarily be manipulative or abusive like you know, we think... Oh, no, no, no. So I don't think... I don't think to that extent. Yeah. No. Like, that was a clear... I just meant, like, the way... I felt like she was posturing... Yeah. A little bit at, at the reunion. I don't think, peacocking. like, Colleen and... Yeah. Colleen and Matt definitely gave, at that reunion, like, we should be worried for her safety vibes. Yeah. It wasn't to that extent, but it definitely was... She just seemed like she was on the defensive. Yeah. The entire... Like, ready to, like... But jump at any moment. I could see her being that way. That's not surprising to me. Yeah. Just because um, I'm sure she's tired of people hating on them. Yeah. Week after week. And now, <laughs> especially if you're happily married. Right. But like, are you? Oh. I guess again. I said I gave the I give them till summer 2024. My ass said I don't even think they're still together. Well, I was you're wrong. out of it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be like a whole year ago. Yeah, and I guess that's good that they have that under. Oh, their you didn't realize it. Couples, you didn't. I knew it was like in the past, but I didn't know it was a whole year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. Um, and then Micah and Paul, trash. Both of them. Micah. No, oh, okay. I just feel like she was saying all of these things. She was saying a lot of words. I feel like at the reunion. That meant nothing because I watched. Her, right. I watched her portion. You saw saw her part. I just felt like even she made it sound like Paul was going to say yes if she said yes. Yeah, and I don't think that that's the case. I think that Paul very much would have still said no. I agree. Um, I don't think that Paul was in it, and them talking to Micah about her. Or Paul's comment about he can't picture being a mom. mom being a mom. And just like, that was just uh, so hurtful. I'm like, girl, I, there ain't no I tears falling down from your eyes. And I also think, I think he did a great, I think he did a decent job of explaining what he meant. Yes. In that comment. But also like, you were the biggest bitch. You were laughing at people's pain. Right. The whole show. Do, does that come off as nurturing and motherly? Right. But I don't see. And, to, and that was what Paul was saying. It's like, you can't teach that. So you Like, I shouldn't have to say that. 
Yeah. You either have it or you don't. Or you don't. I don't know. I, I'm glad that Paul said no. I was scared he was going to say yes. So I'm yeah, glad. I was glad. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that they're not together because I know that they hint, they were like, we dated for a little bit. And he said he went to Arizona. I was like, you would. Come on, bud. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I guess Brett and Tiff were next. Oh, so thankfully they said yes. That was a foregone conclusion. They better had said yes, or I was gonna burn the Love Is Blind franchise. To the if ground. they didn't say yes, Love Isn't Real. <laughs> That's also true. But I loved, loved, loved that Marshall was at their wedding, and I loved the bromance that we got between Brett and Marshall. Right, it was like, so precious. I love that he was there. And, like, to be able to go to, like, one of the weddings knowing that you literally got shafted in this whole process. Right. And, like, I it mean, should have been you. Yeah. Like, you should have been able to have that opportunity to have the wedding and make a decision. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't have much to say about them. I'm glad they got married. They didn't give them much airtime on the reunion, unfortunately. Aww. I mean... I just needed to know that they were still together and just, like, happy. Right. Yeah. So, it sounds like she moved to Portland. So, they're together and happy, which is so cute. Um, And then Zach and Bliss are still together. Um, And they both said yes. And they talked about their... Them having... They... He talked about, like, their last song, I Hope You Dance, and how it was literally their... Rela- Do you see that part? Yes. Their relationship. You just don't like them, but I don't mind them. No, okay. If I heard him say, oh my God, you know, it just, it was fate because we both had the same song on our wedding playlist. Every person from the South has that song on their wedding playlist. Just so you know, Zach. But they're not in the South. They're not in the South. I don't care. It's a, but my thing is, is it's a common wedding song. Like, it's not (laughs) unusual to go to a wedding and hear that song. It's more unusual to go to a wedding and not hear that song. My beef with them is still, he said, oh, it's just fate. You know, it's just fate. But he still had the audacity to ask Irina to marry him. Yeah, and I, he talks of, again. You're gonna love it. What do you you talk? Did you see the part where he talks about the song and the and the comparisons no. to their relationship? No. Okay, so in the reunion, he talks about how that song is like, um, how it correlates to their relationship. But your point, he also said your point that you told me weeks ago was he was scared when he talked yeah to Bliss and not being accepted by her family yeah. So that's the reason why he says he picks Irina. It was the path of least resistance. Yeah. So he went for Irina. You know what the path of least resistance is? Not getting engaged. (laughs) So, oh, and apparently there were two other couples that got engaged. I saw there were three other couples. Oh, I'm trying to think. Well, I know one of them broke up at the airport, and I'm assuming that's because they didn't get picked. The guy broke up with her at the airport, and... She summed it up as, well, I guess this was all for show because you didn't get, we didn't get picked to get followed. So you were just here for TV, which makes complete sense to me. It was that JP guy. I don't even know who that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then Irina had her, her chance to. Redeem herself? Her, girl, it was like she took a 10 minute Udemy class on media relations. It was. I'm dead. Pure. <laughs> It was pure trash. I was like, you are literally just 
randomly saying words that, like, she was literally rambling. None of it. It was the same. She's never thing had she an said. original thought in her life, so I'm right. not surprised. This, it was the same apology she gave on TikTok, on on TikTok or Instagram or whatever it was. That was literally a carbon copy of Micah's apology that she had given days prior. And again, she was crying, but no tears are coming out of her. She's like, as soon as Vanessa kicked her, she was like, "Sorry, I need a minute," <laughs> and then was like forming her thoughts. Oh, and the last point I have on this whole thing. Get rid of Nick and Vanessa. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm Nick adds no value. He cuz Vanessa cuts him off every time he has a thought or a something to say. Yeah. And but the way Vanessa handled Josh and Jackie terrible. Like they were kikiing, having like she did not hold anybody's foot to the fire. It was like she was talking to her good friend it was giving very much mean girl Micah Irina behavior. Yep. Just to then come to Marshall and Marshall, I guess Marshall pissed her off when they came back from that video. And he was like, I have a lot of thoughts, lots of eyebrow action. And she took that the wrong way and was like, well, let me recap it for you. And her attitude towards Marshall was very unwarranted. I did not appreciate it. And she owes that man an apology. I watched that portion of it live last night on TikTok. and I I think I sat there with my mouth open like shocked at how she was speaking to Marshall it was crazy because she was like grilling him of like what did she mean by that are we believing her we're believing Jackie right she is trifling And then had the audacity to ask, well, did you think about Jackie's feelings in this? No. When did Jackie consider any of my feelings and thoughts in any of this? And was like, oh, well, he, she cleared up the timeline. Whether she met that man during her dress fitting, which no one could believe because just based off the edit. Right. Because she's in two different outfits and her hair is different than when she met with Josh. So we're, we all have common sense. No one believes that that was in that time. No. We get there's editing. But you, based on the text messages that people leaked or the receipts that you're posting to clear your name, you met with the man the next day. Y'all had to be in communication long before y'all decided to meet. (laughs) I don't understand. You're not clearing your name. You're making you look crazier and more deceptive as a cheat. Like, just stop talking. But, like, what is... Like Marshall said, leave it alone. What does she have on Vanessa to get that cut? That's what I want to know. I think some people were saying that Vanessa was scared of her. I think Vanessa held her with, with talked to her with ch- kid gloves on because Jackie could have just turned off the Zoom. Yeah. She could have just ended the interview, which I would have preferred right. over this. Like, And then there's another theory that she faked. Apparently she wasn't there because she was getting death threats. This is Love is Blind. No one is taking this show that damn serious that they're sending you freaking death threats but the theory is that her friend hurt like made the profile that sent her the death threat so she could use that as an excuse to not come and i was like i believe that she would do some shit like i that. do too but i'm also shocked that she would come up with something like like that that's so intricate <laughs> because she's dumb as rocks it's just so ugh, i don't get it but i'm let them be great have your toxic love story I'm glad y'all are still together a year later. I still want to know what NDA she signed. If she signed one, because 
I should not know half of the things I know. Right. I should have been finding them out today. Yes. When all, like, did I, I know too much. Did I send you the TikTok of the girl that she attended her cousin's wedding or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, what? I had to sign an NDA. (laughs) Like, I wasn't even allowed to have my phone. Like, what right. kind of crap is she breaking or is she just like whatever i'm all paying right. is she getting sued like what's what is happening I, it makes no sense i'm sticking to what we said last week she pawned that ring for the money to pay her NDA. because <laughs> it's absolutely crazy and then her talking about marshall wanted to propose to somebody with the ring girl she's josh probably wanted it to propose exactly. to you you just liked the ring and you were just gonna be like oh well, I got me a new fiance, so. Right. Freaking ridiculous. Anyway, I'm glad it's over. Did you see the preview for the queer ultimatum that's coming back? No. So they're doing another season of the the queer ultimatum. Or the ultimatum, but this is queer love, so everyone on there is queer. Oh. Was giving very, so I don't know what the, how they identify, but based on the clip that they showed, it seemed like everyone on that season was born female. I don't know what they identify as in the season, yeah. but it looked like a lot of estrogen. Hmm. Interesting. I thought so, too. But I will say they replaced the host on that. So I need y'all to replace the host on freaking Love is Blind. If y'all can do that, right. do me a solid and replace Nick and Vanessa. Yeah. Please and thank you. Listen, Andy Cohen would have never had that happen. Someone said Cammie from Catfish. I love her. I think she would be a great host because I love on Catfish. She'd be holding their feet to the fire. She's got comedy. She's hilarious. I could see her doing it. She's branched out and she's hosts a few other dating shows on MTV, but she'd be booked and busy, but I would love to see her do it. Andy, like you said, I don't, a- at least host the reunion at this point. Cause we really don't see Nick and Vanessa that much. No, I just don't need them hosting the reunion anymore. Yeah, no, they're not good. They're awkward. They're not. And they don't answer, they're not asking the burning questions. No. It's the best reunion they probably hosted was season one. Honestly. And that there was so much drama within them that they were hosting it themselves. Do you know who I'm going to, I'm going to throw out there? Chrissy Teigen. I can see that. She I can see Chrissy loves Teigen. her a reality show. She does. I can see her hosting it. And again, she and would she ask, would the, ask questions. the questions because she is yeah. just like us. Yeah, I can see that. That's who I would want. Chrissy, get your people on it, okay? Yes. We want this to happen. I just don't need them again. I lost so much respect for Vanessa Lachey last night during that Marshall segment. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So, glad that's over. (laughs) All right. So, our topic of discussion was something that I chose to talk about this week. Um, We're going to talk about freezing our eggs. Okay. So, it's been, like, in the back of my head for the last couple of months because, you know, 30 is creeping up. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, this is kind of my prom, right? Like, I'm only going to have less eggs. Yeah, because you're going to keep dispensing one a month at least. Oh, it's like six. (laughs) Or, yeah, however many. It's a lot. I be, I be dispensing, okay? They're, they're getting out of here. So, I've been thinking about it, and for some reason, last week, I'm on Instagram, 
Mm-hmm. And an ad comes up in between. Well, I'm watching my stories, and an ad comes up for this company. And it's a really cool company. So, um, no. So it's a company. Was it modern that fertility, was it? It's they just do eggs. I see that one. So they will do your eggs for free if you donate half of them to people that can't have them and they will store them for free for five years. Okay. So I was like, you know, oh, okay. Cause it's expensive to hold them. Like, right. The whole thing's expensive and it would all be free if you're yeah. just willing and to, to retrieve them. them. So say you get yeah. 10 eggs, which is very rare, but at 29, it's possible. Okay. I would be able to keep five embryos or five eggs. And then mm-hmm. the other five would go to someone in, that couldn't yeah. have a baby themselves. Someone in need. So I wanted to get your perspective okay. on it because you're obviously a few years older than me. And you've discussed it in the past or considered it in the past. Mm-hmm. So would you ever donate yeah. eggs like would you think about doing that so i'm gonna backtrack and start from like freezing and i'll give my little and then we'll get so i always when i was in my early 20s like 23 24 i would always joke and say well it really wasn't a joke i in the time i really thought i was serious and i would say right. when i turn 32 i'm having a turkey baster baby like i'm going through the process like based on this i should be pregnant right now so I would always say that, always say that. I got to 31. And I remember I'm on a Zoom call with a coworker and he's like, oh, happy early birthday. Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, this is crazy. I was like, I used to joke and say that I want to be like start my whole turkey baster baby thing when I turned 32. Yeah. And I'm like, that's 365 days away. I don't know anymore. And so now I'm at that point where it's like, well, if we're not there to turkey based, we need to yeah. look into freezing eggs and going from there. And I've, I've, I think I even said it last year, but I never like took the initiative to look. But my plan is, especially since I don't know what our, I know we have a benefit at my job for it. So cost wise, I don't know if free is nice, but I just, I don't know if I could donate my eggs and know that I have children out there. Even like, that no, my egg be your DNA, and I know they wouldn't yeah. be like my kids, quote unquote, right? But biologic, right? Yeah. Biologically, That's I have I like wondering. DNA, like kids out there, and I and I know nothing, and okay. I know like you know, so that would I think knowing but that you have to think would be it. hard for me. But I also does the blessing of that of is the blessing of giving someone what they can't have outweigh my so, selfish feeling of to counter that you know you're talking about so, having a turkey baster that sperm was donated oh that's also true but see that's not yours and that sounds selfish but it's not yeah, yeah. right it's not that's someone else's yeah. cross to bear you see what i'm saying like that's the man's cross to bear and also that's part of the reason i feel like it was hard for me to do that because one being a single parent Shout out to all those parents. I know that's hard to do. Like, I don't yeah. want that self that I don't want that for myself right now. 
So if we can, if I can continue and find a partner, like I just got a dog and I'm like, <laughs> I've been saying that a lot. I was like, I told my mom the other day, I was like, to think I was going to yeah. knock myself up in my 32nd year. And I'm yeah. currently annoyed with a dog shitting on my floor. So like, I don't, I just, it's something that I need to look into yeah. to fr- see what the benefits are at yeah. work. And then maybe if it's astronomical, like, eh, yeah. maybe donating half my eggs isn't that bad. Maybe the cost right. and the benefit of giving us someone, a family, the opportunity to bring life into this world, you know? So yeah. I think it's also, you know, you run the risk of going through the process and coming out with two eggs. Right. Out of the so four. You, right. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, well, I have to donate half. Now I'm left with one. Right. Um, so there, I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons to it. The company yeah. is called Co-Fertility. Co-Fertility, okay. So are you um, considering this? What is your stance I, on this? I, I did. I applied for it and I got denied. Oh! <laughs> Wait! So. But why, what was the application process? Why would you have gotten denied? So you have to meet a lot of, like, you take a quiz. Uh-huh. And based on your results of your answers Mm -hmm. you either get passed on to the next step or you get denied um and my bmi is too high for right now so okay i was gonna say would i well would i pass fail i probably i don't know i don't know that's interesting i mean they they give the email like i wasn't even slightly offended that i was like i know i'm obese right and like because it's a very personalized email that they send to you okay like this little guy alex he was super nice he was like i'm so sorry we appreciate so someone typed this out it wasn't a generated email no it was very specific to me okay um and you know, he was like, if and when your BMI does lower, please reach out to this email. Would love to hear back from you. Because, like, the rest of my information was fine. Gotcha. Which, this isn't the first time I've... <laughs> this isn't the first time I've gone down this road. It's the okay. first time with this company. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, I... you're seriously considering it. You out here doing work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, the first time I looked into it was when I was very poor, and I wasn't going to be donating my eggs, I was going to be be selling them. Uh, We have talked about this, yes. Um, And I was denied because I have certain genetic markers in my family history that I got denied for, but it sounds like this company, like, is aware that that's like almost impossible to avoid, so it's yeah. just like it's just like a hey fyi alzheimer's runs in this person's family like right. it just like yeah. allows the people to see that that family That's, history well, yeah but it's not like no 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 but you know when you're selling them for twenty thousand dollars they can be particular <laughs> no, i mean that makes sense you want some high so, quality eggs yeah um but yeah no it's something that i've always considered and it's now that I am, like I said, now that, you know, 30 is coming and knocking and I have so many people in my life that I have seen them go through the struggles of getting pregnant and right. having to do IVF and having to 
go to all these doctor's appointments and things. And I have multiple friends that have gone through IVF multiple times Mm -hmm. and have ended without any eggs. Right. Um, And so seeing that and seeing the stress and the hurt and the heartache and the anxiety and all the things that come with that, because it's a ton of hormones that you're entering into your body too, which is one hesitation that I have is like, how am I going to react to that? I'm crazy enough. I don't need all this extra estrogen and everything. Okay. Um, but to know that there's people out there struggling and to know that there's a company like this, that's allowing that. Yeah. And um, I'm making it affordable and exactly and accessible. And yeah, I, I don't care. I think it would be nice to, I think genetics are crazy. I think they're very fascinating. Yeah. And to like, to know that there would be like a little Hannah out there somewhere, but like thriving in a different environment. Like I would love to see that. Okay. So in an environment that I'm not giving them. But do you want a child? So, and I think that's why I liked this is because like, do I want a child enough that I'm going to go through the process of freezing my eggs and pay year after year rent for this refrigerator space, right? Like, I do stored I... in my own freezer. Mm, no. Right, like, can I just take it in the turkey baster and, like, you know, so, and that's why I liked this. It was like, wow, I really have nothing to lose. Right, right, right. You know, um, but yes, I have always been very, like, I don't want kids, like, it just wasn't something that I saw for myself. Um, and when I was younger, everyone was like, you get to a point that that changes or you, it doesn't change. You know, there's nothing wrong with that either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in my last relationship, like I got to a point where I was like, this is something that I want. Like, I would like to do that. Now that I'm single and sitting here, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to do it makes, by myself. Right. I think, again, that makes a big difference. Like, as I've gotten older and I see my little buddy next door and I see their, like, his parents and, like, sometimes what he's putting them through and stuff. And, like, just kids and tantrums and all that stuff. It's like, do I want all of that to fall on me? Right. And a- am I doing my child a disservice to bring him into this crazy world that seem- that gets crazier and crazier each day? Because I feel the need to be a mom. So am I, is me bringing a whole life into this world, me pleasing a selfish need within me? Or yeah. like, you know, so it's it's definitely as I've gotten older and I've hit my 30s and that date approach, I'm like, I'm just not there. And I don't think it's necessarily fair to do that. No. So would you ever consider being a foster parent? I've thought it and molded over in my mind um I've never like taken like the steps to do it um but it's something that I've I've entertained and I think maybe as I because if I got older and I'm still in the situation I think it'll be a more alluring or more feasible task for me to do but like some days I'm like yeah, I make a de- I make a decent income. I do like I I I say work funds the fun and I'm doing all these experiences and having all these. But there's times when I'm like 
I can't afford my lifestyle. But like, so to think about then bringing a child in and the expenses that come with that and all of those things. Like, I just, again, I just got a dog. And the amount of money I spent on this dog over the last two weeks and like getting him insurance and all I'm like, this is practice. This is testing my patience in more ways than one. And it's, you know, so yeah, it, I think me getting a dog literally is showing and opening my eyes to things and like the good and the bad of what parenting. And I get, it's not the same. I, I get having a pet is not having a child, but it literally is. I feel like, this is this is getting you somewhat ready to be it's a parent. An experience. It's an experience of like having to take care of something and keep something alive and trained and well behaved that yeah. I haven't had to do before. So it's you been know, interesting. When parents get defensive when us millennials compare being a dog parent to being an actual parent, uh-huh. the difference is a dog is gonna shit in the floor. And run away with four legs. A baby is shitting in a diaper. It might explode, but, but it ain't contained. running away from you. <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, because I had my that, on that. I had that same talk, not with my mom the other day, and I was like, "Well, she's because I've been going out of town, so I need someone to watch my dog, right?" So my yeah. dad is watching the dog, but I was like, "She was like, yeah, I'm not watching your dog," and I was like, "Good to know what kind of grandparent you'll be." And she was like, that's not the same. And I was like, well, this is your this is your audition for yeah, being a grandparent. Is, and you are not passing with flying colors. This is called rehearsal. Exactly. She Come was like, on, no, Nana. A, kid, a kid is different. I was like, okay. Okay. But you say like, that now. You'll when I give you the kid, you'll be wishing it was a pet. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so interesting. So if you like, have you looked into this at work? Does your work provide you any benefits for this? Or they do you don't. think you wouldn't do it if you don't go through this program? Like, if it's not free, would you pay to have this? Would you? At this moment? I don't think you need to do it now. At this moment on this salary range in this economy? No. I'm good. <laughs> Fuck them kids. No. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Have you thought about fostering? But again, I think you have time. But I, yes. And I have time. We both have time. I, yeah, I'm not, like, when I say that, like, 30 is not, like, I'm not like, oh my God, 30 is not. You're doing, you're doing much better than 25. Much better. (laughs) Um, no, like, I don't feel that pressure that some people have, but I have considered fostering. Um, but I live in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> and I also don't have the income. <laughs> that tickled me. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's bringing but, them home tomorrow. I live in a one-bedroom <laughs> apartment. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean... I think it's definitely something, like, down the road, like, if I'm 35, 36, and it's still something that I want, and it's just still me and Riz, yeah, I'll yeah. consider fostering. But in the meantime, I'm, you're good being a, what, what do you say, a sing? A sing? Yeah. No, I said it, 
Yeah, you said sing. I, I said sing. sing. Single yeah. income, no kids early? Something like that. What was it? Yeah, not- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> single income girly, I think is what I said. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah single yeah. Income, income girly. girly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'm a sink. A single income, no kids. No kids, yes. So. I love anyway. that for you. I guess I'm a sink, too. I was going to say, you are too, girl. I love that for us. <laughs> this is true. All right, hot girl summer? A girl. I'm still recovering from hot girl outside summer of 2022. Me and Rolanda were just talking about this. She was like, yeah, we're going to do this and do this. I said, I'm a retired hot girl. I need to take a break. I have not financially <laughs> recovered from this. Truly. Truly. I was like, Lord, I don't know if I need to do this again in 2023. Oh, gosh. But what's Bravo talking about? So, Summer House, we had Kyle's 40th birthday. Okay. It looked like the best party I've ever seen. And on multiple interviews, everyone was like, honestly, this was the best party we've had in all seven seasons. Oh, nice. I mean, that's they a big had, party. A big it is. Birthday. It is. They had, do you know the band Low Cash? Their country. You would, you would know Maybe their Maybe if I heard a song. song. Yeah. Okay. They had them come to the party and play. Was the party at the house? Yeah, oh, in okay. the backyard. So, so it was a house party, all right. And it was, um, the theme was Holy Cow, Kyle's 40. <laughs> so it was like redneck themed, and they said it was inspired by his mullet. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I love it. <laughs> but it looked like so much fun. Um, and right at the end, we got a glimpse into the Danielle Lindsay feud. And it just, to me, it just seems very sad. Aww. And it comes on tonight and I'll be interested to watch it to see because it's really starting to unfold. Because we're really, we're honing in on the end of summer. So something obviously happens before Lindsay and Carl get engaged. Um, so... The next, like, I'll say, like, two or three episodes should really be telling of what actually happened. But I think Danielle is just tired of being run over. And she's also coming from a place of hurt. And Mm -hmm. Lindsay just doesn't get that. So, But the party looked like a hell of a time. So, yeah. Um, And then New Jersey... Housewives are currently, or not currently, but like on the show, are currently traveling to Ireland. Oh, nice. Um, and there's been this topic that has been looming the entire season. So, like, I want to say in episode one or two of the season, Jennifer Aiden and Teresa are talking to one of the new girls, and they're like, oh, well, Laura said this. And Laura is Margaret's, like, ex-best friend. They have been best friends for years. So there's this big secret that has been looming. And they're like, I'm not, I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. But you're talking about it by not talking about it, right? right. So it's always in the back of your head of, like, what could this secret possibly be? Mm-hmm. And 
finally, in last week's episode, Jennifer Aiden tells Danielle, the the new girl, because Danielle's like, you have to tell me. Like, you've got to tell me. Is Danielle the millennial? She's one of them, yeah. Okay. But she wasn't the one that was born in the 90s. Oh, okay. Um, that's Fuda. Wait, is her name Fuda? Or not? Maybe her name is Danielle. I don't remember. Maybe I'm getting them confused. Sorry, anyway, my bad. <laughs> the blonde new girl is who Jennifer is talking to. And she tells them that the rumor is is that Melissa was making out in the backseat of a car with a man that was not Joe Gorga. And so that's why Jennifer didn't want to say anything because last season there was an affair rumor that came out about Jennifer and her husband and her family's dealing with the ramifications of that. Although it was true. It Wasn't was that, still... that was like decades ago, that rumor, yes. right? Okay. Yes. I've heard something about that. Yeah. Um, and then Teresa's not going to say anything about it because it's her brother. Right. So, and it, they like said that like the last like three minutes of the show, obviously. So I'll be interested to see what happens this, this week, week and going on and then final thing to talk about bravo related have you been watching girls trip the ultimate, ultimate girls, girls trip? i started i think i watched the first two episodes okay. and i haven't and i freaking saw heather that's the one with the black eye right yeah her ass trying to get the lady who's a recovering alcoholic to drink Yes. And I was like, that is so rude and conniving, just mean-spirited, and then try to pretend like she didn't do anything wrong. But anyway, yes. continue. And Giselle was being annoying about them speaking Spanglish. Ugh. Yes. But yeah. So what's happening now? Um, Giselle is just so messy. Of course. And I, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, but I... And this kind of happened this season during Potomac. I was really starting to become a huge fan of Candace. Mm -hmm. And Girls Trip, I am a Candace stan now. I am okay. loving her commentary. She is. She so does have funny, like, one-liners and, like, just the, jabs The fact and stuff. that she calls Giselle neck kills me. <laughs> it kills me every time. And she's like, okay, neck. Like, and it's just so shady and just so funny. But... Like, she's just being a good friend to everyone, but she's also just, like, not putting up with shit. Good, it's good, just good. been, it's been good. And I'm also watching Miami on um, mm -hmm. Peacock um, on and off, so I'm still behind. But I love Alexia and Marisol. They are funny. That one lady, I think, is a functioning alcoholic. When she was talking Marisol. about Marisol. <laughs> she was drinking. They were, like, drink some water. She said, no, I don't need, I don't need water. Oh, Baby, I'm going to need you to put a flavor packet in your water <laughs> and become a hummingbird girly because I need you to hydrate. <laughs> this is like. No, 100%. She, and then they were, she didn't feel good. And she was like, oh, no, I'll just have more vodka. vodka. I was like, drink some water. She's like, oh, my stomach hurts. Where's my drink? Can you make me a martini extra dirty? Ma'am. Like, yo, this Living. is crazy. But I, I love it. And their little housekeeper, Pepsi. Who is in love with Portia? <laughs> he's in love with all of them. <laughs> he's not, like, he doesn't work at that house. He's an actor that they, like, brought in. Okay, that makes sense. I live. I am loving him. He is so funny to me. <sighs> but he, like, 
on there's an account. Do you follow on Instagram comments by celebs? I don't follow them, but I'll see them like on my pay- like my timeline and stuff every once in a while. So there's like a spinoff of by the same people, and it's comments by Bravo. Oh, okay. And Pepsi posted a photo, and he was like in Miami, and he like it tags Miami in it, and then in the caption says something about Miami. And Alexia comments like, "You're in Miami. You didn't say anything." <laughs> Like, I live. But, yeah, so that's that's what's going on in the Bravo sphere, at least in my world. Okay. Oh, and then Below Deck Sailing came back on, but I have, the first episode was kind of boring. Okay. And nothing, oh, well, Raquel and Old Boy finally kissed in your show, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. Vanderpump. How did I forget? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just, like, Rachel is, like. We're just tired. This scandal is the longest lasting. Oh, and the, the interview. Give your quick rundown on the interview with Howie and Tom. I am so tired. You might have to just do your its own thing because you think you shared your thoughts on Instagram. I I made it twenty minutes and I was like, I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short and sweet because (laughs) I don't want to give this trash of a human being any more of my time in my life. I feel that. I know I'm going to, but (laughs) this is my stance at the moment. Okay. I've given them far too much of my time. Truly. <sighs> he is the most narcissistic person on this planet. I'm convinced. There is, the only reason he went on Howie's show is because Howie knows him and Howie does not know anything else. Mm-hmm. Knows him personally. Yeah. Yep. Well, barely daughter, though. They, they, they know each other like, because they've been to the same event a few times. They went to a wedding, wedding together. together. Yeah. Your acquaintances at best. But Howie's daughter co-hosted. I don't know if that's regular. I don't listen to Howie's show. I don't like yeah. him. I But. And so I'm like mad that I even gave him a listen. But like I had to listen. Mm-hmm. It was the same exact spiel that we got 10 years ago. When, when he did it to Kristen. When he did it to Kristen. Literally verbatim. The same thing. Oh, well, we just, we had, it was such a late night and, you know, one thing led to another. We were just hanging out and we were just talking all night and then we just kissed. No, that doesn't just happen. You're in a relationship, like break up with Ariana. He Well, he claims he did, but this is right before the scandal broke, not before the affair. Right, so you just made out with her in August, and now you try to break up with her on Valentine's Day. Right. I'm using your words against you. You shouldn't have kissed her. It's right. not hard to just not go around kissing people. Yeah. And did you did you watch, I don't know if it was last week's episode or the episode before, but I, I saw clips, and when he's talking, they're all drunk. They're at the something for Sheena's it wedding. It was last week's episode. And they're talking at the table, and Raquel, it's like, Tom, Raquel, Rachel, and then Ariana, and they're, um, and he keeps saying Raquel's name, and she was yes. like, Tom, like, why do you keep saying her name? And that's just weird. And so, now we know, based on his timeline interview, they've already made out. Mm-hmm. That, that night of staying up all night happened after boys' night. Yeah. So... That's already happened. So knowing that and sitting there watching it, it is so cringy. And then if you like 
really pay close attention when they get up and Rachel's like, can we just do something fun now? And they're like, yeah, let's go. Let's drink or something. I don't know what they say. Ariana gets up, has her back to them, and Tom's like grabs Rachel's butt right there. Interesting. I didn't notice that. He is trash. And like, he just kept saying, well, I tried to break up with Ariana. I tried to break up with her, but I really broke up with her on Valentine's Day. But then didn't, but she, he claims that she was like, well, I'll quit the show. What does it matter? So then it, right, exactly. And I think the part that infuriated me the most was he kept referring to them as like, roommates. built this brand. Oh, yeah. They really don't. They just have a book. You have one, one book that you should have never been involved in. Ariana was doing it herself Mm. and he got butthurt and he was like, well, like I should do that too with you. Or you can just do your own and leave me the hell alone. She like felt pressured and was like, okay, yeah, that would be so fun. Like, I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. And listening to him was infuriating. I was glad I was listening to it while I was on a walk because I was like, I'm getting my steps in. You are the worst human ever. (laughs) Like, it was ridiculous. And Howie, again, like, terrible host. Didn't hold his feet to the fire. Well, it sounds like he did no research. It sounds like he was relying on his daughter to... He was. The fact that... What was happening. The fact that they were like, oh, did that happen at Sheena's wedding? And Howie said, who's Sheena? Um... Sir, Sheena is the reason that this show even exists. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I believe you. (laughs) Because Sheena had an affair with Brandy Glanville's husband. So literally Vanderpump Rules scene one is Sheena and Brandy Glanville having dinner at Sir. Mm -hmm. And it's the end of the Beverly Hills episode it fades out and Sheena walks to the back of the restaurant and starts working. That's how Vanderpump rules exist. So the fact that you're sitting there saying, who's Sheena? Tells me everything I need to know. Howie, you should have never, ever been the host of this. And also... Tom should just shut the F up. He can't. He can't. That is his narcissism. And Howie's excuses for Tom while he's listening to this, knowing he knows nothing about it, makes Howie look bad, too. Yeah. So I will never be listening to Howie's podcast. I will never support anything that Howie does. And Tom Sandoval can, as Brittany would say, can rot in hell. (laughs) And that is my tea on Vanderpump Rules. And Schwartz is pathetic and just a little spineless nothing. And I am so glad Katie divorced him because she deserves better. All right. There we go. And that's the tea. <laughs> While I take a sip of my <laughs> hummingbird water. Because I'm a beverage, what, what, beverage, a beverage goblin. goblin. <laughs> I got two cups here. Because it's too late to have any caffeine. Otherwise, it would be free. <laughs> you have to post that story to our stories oh i will beverage goblin oh gosh 
But yeah, highs and lows. Okay. Lows and highs. highs. And lows. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I, I got a low locked and loaded that's got Duncan's. Okay. I'm turning into you. Duncan's name all over it. I feel like, should I have another? My back, well, I'll do this again. My back is back hurting. So I had a procedure last week, week before. Did not really work, but it's to target and figure out like what's going on. So I wasn't surprised that it didn't work. So I have to do part two of that next week. Yeah. Next week I go back for that. And then Duncan, I love him to death, but we we're we're still on the potty training. We'll have really good days and we'll have really bad days, but it's to be expected. He's eight weeks old, but the amount of times I have cleaned my floor Oh, Lord. But, yeah, so we're working through it. He, My high, I'll just jump right in one of them, is that okay. he's almost mastered sit. When he gets a little yeah. amped, when he gets a little amped, you can't, he doesn't listen to anything. But, like, he'll sit on cue, which I, which is, I'm happy That's about. That's good. Yeah, so we're, we're making, and he's almost got cum. But, again, when he, when he's, That's, like, in his, in his. That one's hard. Yeah, when he's in his zoomies or about to. He's in, on one. in training classes, Com is in her in the intermediate. Section, okay, all right. So. But That's yeah, pretty good. So he's pretty smart. So I'm excited for what's ahead. What you got? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> is it Rizzo related? Oh wait, I think I might know what your you lowest. You 100 percent know what <laughs> Let me set the scene for you. <laughs> It was a dark and stormy night. Friday, Friday morning, bright and early, except for it's not bright because it's cloudy and gloomy and about to rain. The rain is imminent. Is that is that a word? Yeah, imminent? yeah, you're right. You're imminent. Imminent. No. And so I'm walking Rizzo and we went down a different path because, you know, I'm trying this different thing where to, you know, it. Helps her brain, it gets her tired more to take them on a different path. Yeah, and sniff different scents. Sniff, yeah. yeah. So, we went through this section, and it's, like, clear that, like, people walk through this. Like, it's a grass mm-hmm. area, but, like, it's, I don't know. It's not like I live in the wilderness. <laughs> it's all my apartment complex. And I'm, like, walking, and I look at my watch, and I... Like, because it had, like, dinged. And it was, like, telling me, like, are you exercising? And I ignored it. And I, the next step I took, something pierced my foot. I have shoes on, mind you. And I felt it go through my shoe and Mm. into my foot. And I just, like, kept walking. And I was, like, hmm. Like, it hurt, but it wasn't, like, that bad. Mm -hmm. And I turn and look. And there's... Three metal wires just sticking up. And when I say wires, they're not really wires. They're like rods. They're like rope. Like, like, oh, like, like the twisted. I got you. They're quite thick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I look at my shoe, and there's a gigantic hole because all three of them went. Oof. But only one got together. you, or did three of them get you? No, all three got me. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, and it's, like, rusted in metal. Like, it's outside. Like, it's, like, I know dogs have peed and pooped in this area. So, then Mm -hmm. I'm, like, okay, I have 
like a 10 minute walk back to my apartment now and my foot is not gushing blood but it's it's bleeding Mm -hmm. so i i'm like we gotta go riz like we gotta we gotta put a a pep pep in our step. step and so i get back in like my shoe like the inside of my shoe just covered in blood my foot is covered in blood and so I'm like at this point I'm like starting to really freak out and that's when I texted you and I was like so hypothetically if you were to step on this would you go get a tetanus shot and I said I'm I'm vaccinated baby I'm good (laughs) oh so yep mine was due in July damn 10 years it has been so I made an appointment for the afternoon, got my little shot, and it is still, oh you yeah, can still see it, and it's yeah. like hard. Like if I had to identify what uh, um, a tumor felt like, yeah, that's what you would. That's what I would think it is. Gotcha. Um. So I got that on Friday, and my foot is still has three holes in it. So, but does it feel better? No, not even oh. a little bit. But at least you probably won't get tetanus. So, yeah, <laughs> I won't get tetanus, but I might need stitches. I don't know. Stitches? Well, the I hole think... is quite large. Are we making an appointment? Like, what? No. <laughs> give it another day? I was going to give it some more time, like a week. Because, like, how big? What are we saying? Like, the tip of a, a pen? The end of a pen, a straw, probably the the outside of that or the inside, the whole thing, the whole thing, three holes that big. So no, so one of them is this big, and then the other one got my toe. So like the outside of my toe. I'm gonna need you to go to the doctor, (laughs) bitch. I would rather you not get your foot amputated. <laughs> you did not. I was just looking for another row for next week. I'm thinking so, guys, I lost my foot. Like three, like nail, like tiny nail punctures. Bitch, you just showed me the whole end of a marker. <laughs> Go to the doctor. Are you like grossed out? Can I like send you a photo? <laughs> oh God. Okay, put I some won't. spaces and then send it. So I, I won't. I it. won't. <laughs> I won't do that to you. Um. So oh yeah. Oh my so Do you tell your parents is, about this? I texted them and I was like, "Hey, like, you know, I I did this." And my dad said, "What a way to start the day." And my mom said, "OMG, did you tell your apartment complex?" I said, "I already sent them an email." <laughs> She said, well, they should pay for a new pair of shoes and a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. I said, they ain't even going to respond to my email. <laughs> I ain't getting no money from them. That's funny. But in your defense, or in their defense, they they did do something, you said, after they saw your email. Yeah, because right? I walked back past it, and they're, like, up out of the ground now. That's great. Um, yeah, because, like, and, well, like, people came in mode today, so I walked past there earlier to see. And they're still just sticking up there. Oh, wow. And since they mowed, there's actually seven. So there's three sticking, like, very high up. And then there's four, like, yeah, closer to the ground. And I'm like, 
these aren't connected to anything, so they're clearly not doing anything. So maybe just yank just them out of the ground. Remove them. Yeah, remove them. Like, well, I cut them. hope that your high makes up for this very unfortunate low. Um, my high is that I had a lot of friend time last week. Okay. I'll, I did bail on one of my friends because I had a migraine, but she understood. Mm-hmm. But I went to dinner on Thursday night, and then I hung out with you and Amanda on Saturday and did some mm-hmm. arts and crafts for our <laughs> Taylor Swift outfits. Yeah. So it was just much needed girl time. So nice. Got me out of the house. What's up? So that, that, those are my highs. Nice. All right. And yeah, I got to see you and, and Amanda and help you guys craft up some outfits. For yeah, we put you to work. Con- you really did. But it's okay. I'm happy to do it. The concert's like what? I did volunteer. I'm not mad at it. I'm, it's my high. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's it. All right. It's been a fun one. Yeah. I mean, we had some good combo this week. I'm I think excited. It's good. Yeah. All right. Well, All we're right. signing out and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.